Three days either way. What's up, man? It's uh it's a Vinny Rock podcast, obviously. You guys already know. Hey, this is a kind of a quick one. This is me. I gotta vent a little bit about some shit that's going down up in this motherfucker. Um, first of all, you guys already know my sponsors. I'm gonna hit them real quick, but I'm not gonna hit them too much hard because what I want to do is really focus on uh I just got this weird letter. I'm trying to see what the hell this is. I want to focus on um your book, your IG page, and podcast. Praying God bless. And what is this? I just received an envelope. I'm not sure what this is supposed to be for, but okay. Either way, um, so my 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 sponsorships. Uh, you you guys. I'm just going to mention a few. You know, Core Medical Group obviously is who supplies me with uh, testosterone replacement therapy and other hormones. And I believe in them. If you guys are a veteran and you guys are, if you guys are a veteran, law enforcement, if you guys are just a, a, a male over 25 and feeling different, I'd say more probably in the 28 range. But if you're just feeling different and you want to go get your blood work done, you should. I think you should. I think you should actually try and do your blood work every year and kind of see where you're at. Honestly, uh, knowing at my age now at 37, at a ripe 37 with all these little medical issues, um, I think that hands down has been the smartest thing I've ever done to see what's going on with my blood. And you will be surprised if you are someone who's dealt with a lot of stress in your life. And for some reason, for some reason, our world, our testosterone levels are dropping. Why? I don't fucking know. Blame it on the food. Blame it on anything you want. But all I can say is you guys should seriously... Um, pay attention to, to your blood. And so I just realized what this letter came in for. This letter came in for because somebody wants this Vinrock podcast sticker. How funny is that? And I'm just realizing that only one person sent it. Well, she's going to get whatever. So, uh, yeah, so you guys check out core medical group. That's all I'm going to talk about right now because I want to jump into this, this, this rant or topic of mine. Um, so here in Utah, just so you guys know, um, before anyone moves here, before anyone moves here, uh, I think you should know something before you make the decision. And I think um, moving here, this shouldn't even stop you from moving here, honestly, if this is what your thought is. But Utah is the number one teen suicide state in the United States. I mean, and this is like years on going. Um, and just to kind of be clear here, I don't like bashing any organization. I don't like bashing any religion, anything like that. But... Um, it's kind of an obvious reason why when it comes to the culture of, and, and kind of the, the foundation of Utah and the, the Mormon culture, uh, religion, I, th- I think, uh, you know, man, saying that makes me sound really bad. Like, I don't like to judge anyone. I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say there's a lot of pressures in religion, whether it's Mormon, whether it's Catholic, heavy Catholic, whether it's, you know, some forms of Christianity, whatever it is. And, and, um, I think that's probably going to be the root of, of why some of these kids feel if they are not perfect, then they are letting down their parents. And when they let down their parents, sometimes 
they uh you know they feel suicidal you know they don't fit in maybe there's something wrong with them you know maybe they're 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 gonna go to hell right um and not even that let's just take away from forget forget that side say what if what if you're gay what if you're homosexual and obviously you know that your faith doesn't agree with that and they say you're going to hell you know how does a teenager deal with that to know that and to, to, to be told in their head that there's something wrong with them and they're going to go to hell anyway. So, so what's the point? And you're telling someone who can't control who they love, who they're attracted to, but you're going to tell them like, uh, but if you think that way, you're fucked. And so, um, it's tough, man. It's tough living here and seeing my kids go through this. You know, I've had my oldest daughter now has had, has had several people in her circle and it's a super scary topic. It's something that's been kind of eating me alive. I've been writing a lot about it. I've been studying a lot about it. And um, I'm trying to see how I can help put a dent in that, or at least bring to light some some things that we can do to help with this. And I'll tell you what, this is a conversation you guys should have with your kids. And I'm telling you right now, some of you are not going to do this. Some of you guys are going to think I'm fucking crazy. Some of you guys are going to be so uncomfortable with this topic that, that you're not going to even tell your kids. You're just going to hope to God they don't run into it themselves, right? They don't run into it in their circle. So I'm going to tell you this. Have you had the conversation with your kids? Have you talked to them and let them know that any decision they make, any decision they make, no matter what it is, you're still going to love them? Do they know that? Do they wholeheartedly know that? Have you asked them that? Have you said... I, I, I've done this. I'm telling you, I've done this with all my kids. With all my kids that I feel like at the age, I think after nine, I can start kind of communicating with them a little bit more openly. 11, it gets a little bit more. And then at 13, it's full on, like, let's talk. Let's be real and let's be honest. And I told my 13-year-olds, like, is there anything that, that in your life that you are uncomfortable talking to me about? And she goes, yes, boys. Okay, cool. That's fine. But can you talk to mom? She goes, yes. I'm like, okay, cool. That's good. At least someone, at least someone in the in the household um, that's an adult that has a, has some kind of sense to them. Um, she's comfortable talking with. And the other thing is she goes, well, I, I'm scared if I told you that I felt depressed. And I was like, I was shocked, right? I was stunned. I'm like, what? First of all, in your head, you can think like, why would my 13 year old girl be depressed? Right? Like that's, that's weird, but I'm not going to judge because I, I don't want to do that. I want to make her, make her feel bad for that. So I said, okay, Hey babe, first of all, it don't matter what it is. You can tell me. And I'm going to, and, and my answer is always going to be like, okay, what do we need to do next? And like, I had to tell her, I told her that straight up. It's like, say, so she said that the whole depressing, I said, okay. I was like, mama, if you feel that way, I want you to tell me. Cause then what I'm going to do is go look for an answer and sing why, right? I'm going to either have to take you to the doctor. We're going to have to look at it and we're going to have to find out what in your life makes you feel that way. Maybe it's hereditary. There's a lot of, a lot of things, right? There's a lot of things that falls into it. And if you're a parent that you're, you're not open-minded enough to, to understand there's so many things. One, a kid is dealing with at that time, 13 years old, going through puberty, going through, she's a girl. So going through the whole, you know, uh, all the hormone changes in her life, not even that being able trying to, trying to find, uh, a normal, you know, position in her life as a 13 year old girl in school, not to be judged, not to be made fun of, but also to find comfort in her own skin, going through acne on her face, you know, going from wearing glasses to now wearing contacts, like all these things is going through this girl's head. I'm like, I get it. I get it. You're allowed to feel weird, you know? And, but, but if you feel so uncomfortable and you don't feel comfortable telling me, well, there's something I'm doing wrong as a parent. I want my kids to tell me, 
I want my kids to tell me exactly what's wrong so I can say, okay, let me find answers. I don't want them to be so afraid of telling me because they, they fear, they fear I'm going to freak out. Like I know I'm a scary dude. Like to them, they know there's a, there's a side of me that is definitely scary. There's an uncomfortable side of me that they've seen, not maybe directed towards them, but directed towards somebody who's either tried to fight me or, or, or anything. They've seen the bad side of me. And so sometimes I think they think that's the side of me that's going to come out, but they don't realize me as a parent, that's not me, right? Me as a parent is I am here to do nothing more than mentor my kids to be good human beings. I'm here to do nothing more than to teach them about life and, and not sugarcoat it, right? And not, not fucking make it comfortable for them, but just tell them how uncomfortable life really is how unfortunate life can actually be and how unfair life really, really is. And so I'm not the guy that's going to hide the fucking world to them. I'm the one who's going to open their eyes to that shit before the world fucking shows them, right? Um, I'd rather prepare my kids for the world than the world to surprise the fuck out of them with the reality of it. Do you see what I'm saying? And so I tell my kids everything. Like, I, I've had the sex talk with my daughters. Oh, my goodness. That's weird. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah, it is. And who else is going to do that shit? Their fucking friend? Fuck no. That's not their position. It's mine. I'm the one who's going to be able to teach them the smart things about it. The birds and the bees, man. A male's got a penis and girl's got a vagina. Those words are easy for me to say, but for my kids, when I say them, they giggle, they laugh, they, they get uncomfortable, they turn red, they, they blush. They try and stop me from talking. I'm like, no. You have to know this. This is the reality of it. If my 13-year-old daughter came up to me right now and told her she was pregnant, I'd say, okay. I would be, one, obviously disappointed because as a father, I try and raise my kids to, one, have a lot of self-respect. And, and, and I try and teach my daughters and sons to know that, like, sex is not something you need to even deal with right now. It's your age. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone's mentally... I, I don't think I was ready to handle sex until I was 30. You know what I'm saying? And so... um, I'm going to make sure that they're smart about everything they do. They obviously know all, all the ins and outs of, of what it's about. And that sex is something that should be between two people and it's very special. <coughs> um, you know, and so, but if she did for some reason, right, where maybe for some reason, if I, if I um, you know, kids have their own mind, they make their own mistake, and she says that she's pregnant at 13, you think I'm going to get mad? No, I can't. I can't. Who the fuck did she come to for that? And she trusted me to say, hey, dad, I'm pregnant. I'm going to do my best to be a father and mentor her in what the next decision is. I personally don't believe in abortion. I just don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even bring up that conversation with my daughter either. I'd go straight to the doctor and say, yes, she's pregnant. I'd say, how healthy is it for a 13-year-old girl to have a baby? That's what I'd start doing the process. They'd say, everything's fine. Sounds good. When she has that baby, I'll just take it over for now until she's ready to have that kid. Well, I'm a parent. I'm going to help. I'm going to help in any way, shape, or form. I'm not going to enable, right? I, I, she's going to know how <laughs> that that shouldn't have happened and how does she put herself in a position for this and that I've taught her better than that, but at the same time, it's, it's not the time for me to, to shun her from the family, kick her out, and send her on away and call and start slut-shaming her. Like that, that's, not, that's not my plan. And again, some of you guys are going to be like, that's crazy. Like, no, man, this, this is how I handle it. This is how I would handle it. My daughter, I've told her, my six-year-old, I said, hey, dude, you don't think I'm gonna get I'm gonna get surprised if, if you say you're pregnant. Don't think I'm gonna get surprised if you say you're a lesbian. Don't get don't think I'm gonna be surprised if you say uh, you're depressed and you're suicidal. 
No, I'm already prepared myself mentally for every freaking every possible scenario in my life, and and I'm already and I'm and I'm okay with it, and I'm gonna work through it, and I have answers for those. This is part of who I am, man. If you guys read my book, man, I think of every scenario, everything, and I prepare myself mentally for that, so it doesn't surprise me. And so when it happens, I'm like, okay, uh, we can handle this as a family. We work together through this. I think kids don't have that these days, right? They don't have that support system. And I'm not talking about being their fucking friends. No, my kids know I'm not their goddamn friends. My kids know there's definitely a fine line between who I am and who they are and the laughter that we have. There's a right, there's a, there's a time and place for everything. There's a time where we're just having fun as a family, you know, and then there's times when I, I'm the disciplinary and you already know your position. You're wrong, you're wrong. You're right, you're right. They know this stuff, right? This is my, these are my kids. This is how I've, I've instilled, I've, what I've instilled in them. But you have to understand, I'm, I'm prepared for life. And if you, any of you guys out there right now are not fucking prepared for life, what the fuck are you doing? You're not prepared for, for the unfortunate to happen at any moment. You don't think I wake up every day looking at my phone expecting like there's going to be someone else who, who, who probably commits suicide. There's going to be someone else who dies of, of heart failure. There's going to be someone else who dies of just plain old, old age in my life, in my world, in my circle. It's going to happen. It's just, it's a numbers game and, 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 and lives, people don't take care of the body the way they should. And just the way life is, if you're not prepared for that, you're going to be hurt even more. You're going to be caught off guard. The reality of it is that's, that's life. As unfortunate as it is, and your kids shouldn't expect the same thing, that it is going to be hard, and things like this is part of life, and you're, there's still light at the end of the tunnel for everything, you know? Um, no matter what situation happens in my life with my kids or whatnot, um, you know, they know that I'm prepared for it. I'm prepared for, to handle it in, in the most appropriate manner possible, and at the same time, they also know they have a support system here that's never going to turn their back on them. Ever, ever, ever going to turn their back on them. Right. Here's what faith says. Faith says, if you do this, you're you know, right. If you, if, if you're, if you're gay, it's a sin. You know what? You know, here, here's the other thing. So is, so is, uh, thinking sexual thoughts. That's a sin, right? You know, like all kinds of stuff is a sin. There's no, there's no one sin that's freaking higher on the scale. Like, oh, that's a really, really bad sin. Like now they're all sin. Anyway, you put it. So we're all sinners. We already know that. So if it's on a faith scale, who cares? Cool. You're a sinner. So am I next. What now? How do we work on just being better people? And so, like, that's the thing, man. You know, like, for me, these teen suicides is, is crazy. And I, and, I, and I would love to try and help stop it, right? I'm scared for my own family, right? I'm scared for my own kids to hear the conversation and think, like, oh, well, that's an option. Like, bullshit. No, it's not. So I hope you fathers and, and mothers out there take the opportunity just to talk to your kids and let them know that you're there, that you support them, that you trust them. Well, that you at least are. <laughs> at least we'll be there to support them in, in the time of need at any time. You know what I mean? I don't ever want there to be a, a moment where my kid doesn't feel comfortable asking me a question, talking to me about it. anything, anything they know to bring it to me. And I've, I've had it all. The other day we're driving by and there was a horse outside and my son goes, Oh dad, that horse has something hanging out. It's really long. I'm like, that's his penis. And he goes, that's really long. I'm like, yeah, that's, 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 that's his penis. I don't know what to say. You, you already know what a penis is used for. It's for procreation, for having kids. And so the horse has to, you know, have sex with the other horse. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's just the, 
the biology of it. I don't know what else to say. And he's all uncomfortable laughing and everything. And, and, and part of me is laughing inside too because it's just a funny conversation to have with your son. And then sit there and think like, well, that's good. He heard it from me. You know, he had a question and I answered it and I didn't sugarcoat it. I didn't hide it and say, well, that's his, that's his dingle bits. And those dingle bits are, are, are a special thing. And those things hold his urine. Like, oh, dude, I'm not going to, why do I need to sugarcoat that? The kid's going to hear from his friend anyways. And when, when he gets older, they're going to make freaking, they're going to make horse fucking penis jokes. So I thought it'd be best for them to learn it from me. I don't know, man. You know, I just feel so convicted in this world that I feel so, I feel so bad for some of the parents that have to deal with this. I feel so bad for my own kids that have to run into this and I'd rather be in the position to teach them and prepare them for that early on before it surprises them and to let them know one that's obviously not healthy uh, and that's not normal and it's not okay but also too like if it does happen you know that's there, there's a there's a family thing that needs to be you know addressed and there's a conversation that needs to be had and, and us and our family, we do our best to try and combat that with as much open communication as possible. And also to let them know that they're cool. They're good. No matter what. No matter what, man. No matter fucking what. My kids still have me and their mom and, and we are going to be behind them as much as possible to support them and, and, and to be able to, you know... It's, it's a trip. It's a tough, 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 tough conversation. I just know my kids, I, I just need to make sure my kids knew that no matter what decisions they make, it will not take away from how much love I have for them. You know, um, as long as my kids are not hurting someone, I can be comfortable with it and we can move forward with it. I guess that's the easiest way to put it. <clears throat> and all of you out there that are veterans, you guys already know we have the same same issue in our world with veterans. And um, I really think it, it stems from, you know, just kind of a handful of issues. I think drinking is one. I think drinking and addiction, you know, I think drinking and addiction gets to a point where, you know, you start making careless decisions and, and you know, suicide tends to be something a lot of guys lean towards and I don't agree, but I understand. I, I guess I have empathy for those who have addiction. And, um, I would ask that if you know, you have an addiction, just know where that addiction can take you and find help as soon as possible. Um, I'm not, I'm never okay with suicide. I'm never okay with someone taking their own life. I think, um, I, I think, I also think it is, I can tell you to call me when you're having a hard time, but that time you do call me, I feel like, um, you know, hopefully I can help. Sometimes I feel like I'm not helping, but I think when someone is ready to do it, they do it. You know, I, I think it's, it's one of those things like I, I've, I've learned not to stress myself on, on it as much and not feel so to blame because you know, I, I am an open book. I am, I am easily accessible. And you know, my friends who have taken their lives choose not to, not to reach out to me. You know, it's, it's because, you know, they're in their world and they're dealing with their battle. And, um, and, and, you know, I don't think they wanted to reach out at the time. I think, you know, they made their decision, but I think those decisions, like I said, I think it roots from several things. I think drinking's one. I think finances is another. And if any of you know, man, <coughs> and if you know finances can be the biggest fucking bitch man that can that can put put me on edge man 
that could put me on edge. Uh, being being in a financial bind is one of the most stressful things. Uh, and, and I find myself sometimes reaching out to people just it's out of stress and not sure what the heck to do, right? I'm not looking for an answer, just need to get it off my chest. And so I understand that. I do have resources for that that can try and help with that. So if you guys have issues with, with finances, let me know. If you guys have issues with addiction, let me know. If I can find help for you, I will. If you guys are having relationship issues, oh my God. I understand that more than you even know. You know, me and my wife have a very, very, very awesome relationship, and and this is not going towards her at all. I'm saying I've been in bad situations. I've been in uncomfortable situations. I've been divorced twice. I've been in unhealthy relationships, like unhealthy. And um, I don't publicize it. I don't talk about it. I don't do any of that. But I can tell you, um, I can find resources. Or, or at least you're not alone. And I know that could be a big reason for, for some guys, you know, kind of crossing that line. And so, you know, those to me are the three biggest I could think of is relationship issues, uh, financial issues, and and addiction issues. And, you know, and I think those three are, are big, big, big reasons that what we need to focus on as individuals to try and make sure that, one, we're making the right steps for ourselves. You know, we can't control what other people do, but we can control ourselves. You know, and that becomes, that's addiction. You need to find help, man. Addiction is not something you can, you can cure on your own. You can fight it on your own. It's something that you really will need help. And it's a constant everyday 24 seven struggle you'll have for the rest of your life. That's real addiction. And then you have financial issues. Obviously we all need work and help on our finances. There's very few people out there that have their head wrapped around it. And those people, you know, they're usually willing to show you um, what to do to help with your finances and, and it's up to you if are you willing to take it you know and finances can put you in such a bind it is uncomfortable and then the relationship issues so I think those are the three big issues I think those are the three big issues and why a lot of guys and men and women um, find their demise and taking their own life because they struggle in one or all three of those areas and so I ask you if you look in the mirror and you see yourself as one of those seek help you know, seek resources and how you can fix that, how you can help yourself. That's part of that self-aid message I put on my Instagram and Facebook. You really got to help yourself. You really do. You really have to take the time to, to help yourself. And I've said it before, like, you can lead a veteran to counseling, but will he take it or she? You know, it's like, you know, um, I offer my hand out to a lot of people, but, but a lot of people, you know, they're stubborn. And not even that, it's, you give them an answer and they don't want to use it, you know. And so I hope that you guys start really evaluating your own lives and seeing where, where you can, you can fix it and where you can work on. And then you can start helping other people with theirs. At the same time, I hope that you guys have really strong relationships with your kids and very, very open communication with your kids. Teach them. You be the one to teach them about the birds and the bees. You be the one to teach them about puberty. You be the one to teach them about the little hairs that are growing on their balls. Everything, the uncomfortable conversations. Yes, they're uncomfortable, but man, they should hear from you as their mentor, as their leader as their as their father as their mother you should be the the one person in that house you are their human encyclopedia you are their human google and if you guys don't know the answer then google it with them and 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 make that a family thing because you know understand that you know they look up to you and and if you're not there to provide mentorship then what are you doing all right y'all just a quick little frustrating rants yeah, you guys have a good day.